0: Welcome to Clean Break, the weekly divorce podcast. We share the stories and experiences of divorce professionals. Find all the answers about the many complex questions about divorce and separation at divorcenet.ca.
1: Hi again, everyone. I'm Darren Javag, host of Clean Break, the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us again on this episode it's gonna be really exciting I know the guests we have on today have already been on the show and we were our minds were blown mm-hmm. absolutely amazing content you're gonna love what you have to hear today and I'm here today again with Tina Murray my co-host Tina
0: yeah. Thanks, Say. Eh? This is great. <laughs> <laughs> she's like stunned uh, uh, right now. She's just has uh, yeah, a yeah. way to know. All yeah. right, so let's so tell us who's on the we show? We have um, Beth and Rob Anders joining us again. They are the owners of the Street Safe Self-Defense Training Company. So thank you for joining us again. Um, we talked a, a lot uh, in our last episode, and, and one of the things you said at the end of that episode, Beth, was you talked about that this is for everyone.
2: Absolutely. Can you
0: talk a little bit more about that? Yeah.
2: Um, some people think that self-defense only involves strength and these two things right here. And Your fists, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, one of the things that is um, that I really love about the training that we do is that you don't have to be strong. You don't have to train in the gym, you know, three times a week and learn how to kick somebody, you know, in the outer femoral nerve in order to drop them to the ground, kind of thing. Um, martial arts training is a great thing for people for. You know, sports, um, some people are fortunate enough to have trained for enough years at a high enough level to be able to use it for self-defense. Someone like yourself, someone like me, or probably many of the the people that are listening don't have the time or the strength to invest Mm -hmm. in that kind of training today. Uh, what we teach you, you can learn in five hours and be able to defend yourself very effectively. And every single one of us deserves to learn that as a critical life skill.
1: Now, one of the things before you jump <laughs> in here, Tina, I wanted to ask is uh, in a previous episode, I talked about our demographic, which is mm-hmm. typically 30 to 55-year-old yep. female. Yep. Um, so tell me a little bit about uh, self-esteem, confidence. Like, like, Do you notice a big difference in people, not just women, but men or people who take this type of training?
2: We absolutely see a change afterwards.
1: Oh, empowerment.
2: Absolutely, really, 100% right? see oh. a change afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, these that demographic of, of females, anyway, um, spend their life giving of themselves out to their family, to their children, to sports, to work. You know, we're, we're doing all these tip. things mm-hmm. to everybody else. Um, taking this little bit of time to invest in yourself and teach yourself a skill where you know you can, you know, walk to your car safely at night after being at the movies, you know, that Mm -hmm. kind of thing. It really feels good. And we hear that all the time.
0: You know, one of the things, uh, when I first started in business, I had my vehicle wrapped. It had my name, it had my picture, Um, and I remember when I first got it wrapped, and I was trying to build my business, right? So, I was really, you know, I wanted people to see this, my face, so they knew who I was, because there's lots of people in my industry. And so, one of the things that scared me one night, I was leaving a store, 9.30 at night or whatever, and I I thought, what if someone walks up to my vehicle and me and says, oh, hi, T. I wondered if I could get your business card. That went through my mind, right? What would I do? How would I deal with that? And it was—it's yeah. always—and I don't like—I don't. I, maybe I'm being no, you're not carte blanche or whatever. But like, I wouldn't Trusting. imagine. But I wouldn't imagine that men feel that.
3: Um, sure they do.
0: Not as much as a woman. Maybe, maybe I would not say
3: as they much. They brush it
2: off um, a little bit easier.
3: Maybe not as much. And you know what, I'm going to bring up a a little bit of a, a, maybe an uncomfortable topic for men on that. I think often men with their own um, personal protection needs and their own understanding of defending themselves is way out of perspective. Um, There was a study that was actually done on the male's ability to defend themselves from the Washington um, State of Health Department. And... When they were done the study, they found that the average North American male was 4,000% less able to defend themselves than what they think. That's ego. That's ego. And Mm. that causes a problem. Mm. Uh, And this is the reason a lot why when males find themselves in conflict, they end up in the hospital. Um, We're we're aware of someone who was just stabbed a few weeks ago over a carjacking. uh, And he felt he had the ability to defend himself against three males. Hmm. that's ego um you know so that that's always a problem with men um understanding their own needs but it's there's a concern there and certainly there's a fear there
2: but as women and men our fears are different they're totally
3: different oh of course
2: women women fear most being attacked killed and raped Mm -hmm. men fear most being humiliated and laughed at absolutely i truth. totally that's agree with that, that statement right. You're absolutely right the truth. So, what will i so say so to people be, when if i get into yes, a fight so, and, you so, know yes, why so didn't i
1: win maybe answers exactly
0: your question a little bit yeah mm-hmm. interesting. interesting yeah so okay so who do you who do you train who who is your clientele who's your base like,
3: our our clientele i'm, I'm going to give you a wide range we've done um human trafficking discussions with children as young as nine um we've done personal protection training for people as old as 75 wow uh and everything in between uh professionals singles married couples um the 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 style of uh, self-defense that we teach as best said is meant for everyone Mm -hmm. it has nothing to do with how physically strong you are physically fit you are how coordinated you are nothing, nothing at all to do with that our self-defense strategies are based on um, on high priority targeting and understanding how to reach those targets. Mm-hmm. And once we show you how to reach those targets, I can pretty much promise you you'll drop a man a hundred pounds more than you weigh, Tina, at your feet like that.
1: Quick question. One thing, Beth, you mentioned that it takes about what, five months, you said? Five hours. hours. Oh five, five hours, hours. Five hours. Five, five yeah. hours. So five hours and then but obviously is there like an ongoing relationship or training or so you just teach you, them everything and see you later. <laughs> you know what? The,
2: the concepts, the physical concepts are simple enough to learn and, and be able to accomplish and master in that one five hour training. Um, hmm. but a lot of the training consists of teaching you not to have to do that. So I the see. awareness skills, the verbal deescalation, escalation. Um, the you know things that you have to practice on an ongoing basis sometimes we do tell people practice at home with your spouse or your partner or friend or sister or somebody because if somebody you know if, if you have to be able to say something to somebody and you don't have it in you to say no i can't do that today then you need to be able to practice those skills. So, you know, mm-hmm. five hours with us is all you need. Wow. Um, but being aware and maintaining your your kind of verbal skills and your empowerment to be able to say no and use those skills is something that you're going to practice every day. Wow.
3: Now, when Beth says that on the five hours, um, she's, she's absolutely 100% right. And we also know that what we teach is effective and has been used by... Um, people that um, that we've had interaction with. You with told her.
0: me a story um, about a young... I don't want to get too much no, into no, no, that no. online. But, yeah, um, but, she, but did she did successfully defend herself. Yes. And she was a young lady. She, she was, was, young. Well, was 14. Yeah. yeah.
2: And yeah. we have no doubt that she may have lost her life had she not. Yeah. Well, this man went at with her with a hammer.
1: Skills. So Wow, yeah. that's scary. So...
0: so <clears throat> Is there, a, is there a difference in the way you react between a stranger and someone you know? So a domestic violence or a family member or a friend or someone you know versus a stranger?
3: The, the problem with domestic violence, what ends up happening is the victim is usually so desensitized that they become so used to the abuse that... Now they're they're accepting it as being part of their life, and now this becomes a, a moment where they have to separate or or detach themselves from that relationship,
0: right? In order to defend themselves, in order right.
3: to defend themselves. But yeah. they've
0: been dealing with it for so long, like you say, they're desensitized. They yeah. don't know when to switch that light. That's right.
2: What well, they, and we refer to it as a switch. Absolutely. Yeah. And what they need to remember is. We don't teach you how to fight back against, an, a, a, in a domestic violence situation. We teach you how to defend yourself and remove yourself from that situation. Survival. It's mm-hmm. not It's not teaching you how to go toe-to-toe with a spouse who, you know, maybe striking you or hitting you or, or physically abusing or assaulting it's you. It's disengaging. It and is get, defending get, and, yourself yeah, and getting and out of get it. Out.
3: It's surviving, yeah, yeah. It's surviving. Yeah. So I like that
2: stranger. Um, you're not afraid to defend yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, a relationship or someone that you know, you have to make that decision. Mm-hmm. I'm going to defend and remove myself. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to, you and know, you we're have not going to be teach you how to punch somebody that. in the nose. Yeah, yeah. You know, I
1: like what you're saying, saying because how you, how you know, yourself. you're really coming at it from the perspective of, you know, it, it. It's not the message. Isn't I'm gonna, I'm gonna hurt someone. You're. You're not sending the message to people, we're going to teach you how to hurt other people. No. You're sending the message that you need to take care of yourself and protect yourself and and survive. That's right. right? So I really like that message better than Mm -hmm. sometimes when you hear, you know, when... People are doing training, or they're looking at different opportunities to to um, learn how to fight. Let's say mm-hmm. the, the objective almost seems to be how much can how much we, can you inflict on another yeah, person? Yeah, that's exactly T-go. right. Yeah. Don't, yeah. don't yeah. do that to yeah. me because
2: yeah. I'll fight back. Yeah, that's yeah. Not, yeah. not. Yeah, no, I like that, and, like and that. that's a that's a
3: failing in in some. I don't want to say styles of martial arts. That's a failing of some martial arts instructors. Right. They they empower their own student with ego. And then when the student finds themselves in a high violent contact, yeah. everything fails. And I say that because we did work with a girl who was sexually assaulted twice in one week at the University of Toronto who had jiu-jitsu training and it failed her. And... Hmm. That just pisses me off when right. someone goes through that mm-hmm. and they have this sense that they can defend themselves and it doesn't work right that's the martial arts instructor's fault right there that's and, where that goes and
1: do you think that to a certain <coughs> degree the 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 victim or the person who, who believes that they've trained themselves to do this become a little bit more Overly confident, well, so put themselves cool. in situations that maybe they wouldn't. Have they, if do. They, well, didn't they, they, they do because I know I can get through this. Yes. Absolutely, yes. And and you Nobody's know what?
3: Mess I've with had my own them. students mm-hmm. tell me that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can. It's like whoa. Right. Yes. You don't walk onto the street with that attitude because the street's going to educate you. Yes. Right. And that's
2: what I was trying it, to say. It's
0: like, not like, a level playing field. It is yeah. not. Right. No, Whereas, not. like you said earlier, in in your dojo, it is a level playing field. Absolutely. You know what to expect. They know what to expect. You're not out to one another you're out to train but in in the streets that's not the way it is it's not the way it is and you know
2: what we if someone chooses you if someone choose chooses to attack you if someone chooses to rob you if someone comes after you they have already decided Mm -hmm. in their head that Mm. they can take you that they're going to win or else they wouldn't do it exactly so you are already under the you know.
3: right. And that's a huge force that you have to deal with. I mean, imagine that and I'm going to take you and I mm-hmm. into perspective with yep. our size difference. Imagine if I targeted you and made that decision that you're going to be that one today. Yeah. When I make that decision to go at you, understand I have already made it mentally that I can hurt you, kill mm-hmm. you, beat you, do whatever I need to do mm-hmm. to get what I want. There's a huge disconnect from mm-hmm. what people truly rational. think happens on yeah. the street. You're not rational. No. Either. So when you meet, it's someone, not an impulse. Well, it no. might be
0: an impulse, but it's a premeditated. It, it's
3: premeditated, and mm-hmm. the unfortunate part of it is, right? When you're talking anti-social violence like that, mm-hmm. it happens in domestic relationships as well. It mm-hmm. happens with women who are leaving their husband. Husband starts to lose something. Something becomes a little bit loose, and now he starts looking for ways either to cause pain for her mm-hmm. or create grief for her. And now she's facing that. So mm-hmm. it, you know what? Antisocial behavior happens everywhere Amazing in our environment. environment.
1: And it also happens in the workplace too. Cause mentioned something off air when we were talking about like uh, um, a real estate agent that, yes. that, cause I mean, you made a comment about the structure of my office right? yes. and, and I'm kind of back in the corner. <laughs> I kind of like to watch when people are coming through the door. Yeah. No, I don't usually feel intimidated by that. Thank you very much. You just made me a little intimidated by that. <laughs> it's awareness. It's not <laughs> but, intimidation. But it's, like, it's, it's awareness. awareness. It's awareness. Yes. So, now yes. aware. so now I'm aware. So now I'm going to turn my desk. I'm put a little window. I'm going to open, have a win, yeah, yeah, open, yeah. window opener here. Yeah. So, but, but I think you made me aware of something, which was, yes, I'm in a corner. Because maybe tell the listeners what happened.
3: Well, that, that was a social uh, violent encounter that got out of control. And we had two egos that were sort of battling each other. Right. Uh, we, we had a real estate agent who had to pass on some bad news to a client. Inside of her office, she passed the bad news off and now the client got upset. Right. She wasn't able to give him the answer. He wanted to know why. She was blaming it on other people rather than saying, it was me. Yes. She was blaming it on other people. As, the, as this argument escalated, mm-hmm. she stood up to walk out of the office he perceived that as an aggressive threat he stood up as well as she started moving he started moving the one who won he grabbed her by the throat choked her to the point where she wasn't able to function and threw her into the wall the oh, my oh my so god so that's a social environment. happens yeah. it happens to good people every day yeah and this is the workplace this you is know, a work this is a safe place to be no in. it's not <laughs> your, your work environment's a yeah pretty yeah. high stress area yeah yeah.
2: I mean, when you're dealing with people's biggest assets. Hmm. Well, Rob right? is a realtor. I am. Yeah,
3: I am. So, oh, there and, you. And, and
0: and you do do a lot of realtor training, do you? I, not? I do.
3: Well, we do right across the country. Yeah, yeah, it's and amazing. And a lot of that came on as my own experience. I've had uh, two social violent contacts with clients, mm-hmm. and I've experienced one any social violent encounter in a car wash of all places, where these three young men identified me. As a real estate agent, and I guess assuming I had lots of money, and they asked me literally, "How much money do you have?" Wow! Yeah. Huh. So, so
0: okay. uh, and, and we're running out of time. And um, but you you started your business in 2018, um, I, and you've obviously been training for many years. Uh, so, what pr- prompted that start of the business itself?
3: Beth mentioned it to you. Um, understanding violence and how to protect yourself should be a life skill. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It should be a life skill that we're taught in school. It shouldn't be a life skill that we learn on the street. It shouldn't be a life skill where we learn at the hands of somebody else. Um, You know, living in a world that's euphoric and we want to believe in the no-touch policy or we want to believe in the Me Too movement, Mm -hmm. those are all euphoric thoughts. Here's the reality of it. This shit has been going on for three, four 400,000 years. Mm-hmm. People have been beating people up since mankind was developed. Nothing is going to change. Men rape women. That's the reality of it. Mm-hmm. I, I hate to say it, but that's the truth.
1: And it's not the sex, it's the power. It's the it's power. Trying to, it's trying to uh, like put mm-hmm. your power against someone else. And yep.
2: For how many years have we been telling the world... You know, just because she's wearing this doesn't mean she wants this. Right. Yeah. And and yes, we can tell them that all we want. Have things changed? No. No, you know, and it um, won't.
3: Unfortunately. It I think
1: one, one thing that I know we got to go soon. But <laughs> <laughs> one thing I was watching a, a movie the other night. It was called Bombshell. I believe it was. It has to do with the Fox Network and the fellow that was running the Fox Network because mm. he was surrounded by beautiful women, so he was uh, asserting his power over them by trying to, you know, force himself on them, yeah. right, but I remember watching that, and, and sitting there, and I think I was more disturbed by it than my wife was, my wife was like, that, I, that doesn't surprise me, like, all this stuff, because they were literally showing, like, the different episodes yeah. of him, like, and he's an over, he's a very large man, and he was, like, asserting himself on these petite women, and I was literally, I was squirming in my chair because I just wanted to come, like, jump through the TV and strangle the guy, so, you know. But my wife's like, "Oh, that's just, that's just what s- women c- do, par for the course," yep. you know. And I'm like, "How did we get to a society that just says that that is just the way it is?" I had, you know, you
0: know, funny enough, I uh, I met with somebody yesterday, and uh, she looked familiar. I had just had a meeting. We were in a coffee shop. I walked over and said, "Do I know you?" And anyway, we started talking, and I asked her where she worked, and she told me her place of employment. I said, oh, I worked there 25 years ago. And she's like, really? And so we started talking. And after this whole Me Too movement, I'm like, you know, I couldn't even imagine what it would be like to be sexually harassed, assaulted, or something. And then I went, whoa, I have been of in my know, place it. of employment. Yeah. And so anyway, this was that place of employment. And I, she said, what do you think of him? And I went, he's a creep. And then I started telling her my story. And she said, it happens today. It still happens in that same place of uh, employment wow. 25 years later. Wow. And I'm like, I said to her, I said, if you, I, I don't like, I was in my early 20s. like, And this guy, I've known him since I was a kid. He he knows my dad's a cop. He know, and yet he still did it. And I just think... If I had had the courage or the understanding 25 years ago to say something to him, ah, uh, anyway, I just, you, you know. You, it, you <coughs> can't carry that with you. You really can't carry that with you. But it's still happening today. Yeah. And do I do something now? Well, yeah. it's his, he say, she say, right? Well, you know Because he never touched I... me, but it was definitely inappropriate workplace behavior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well,
3: it, that's desensitization, the, that's the Right. I mean, narcissism starts here, and and it all goes from here, right? Uh, Pedophilia, uh, psychopathy, it it all leads from narcissism, and that's what you experience as somebody Mm -hmm. who's now making possibly verbal comments to you that are inappropriate, wondering what your response is going to be. Right, to see if I'll precipitate. If if that becomes acceptable, now Mm -hmm. I start touching. Does that become acceptable? Right. Now I allude to things. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And I know
0: he's done that.
3: Oh, it in in and, 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 and the, the fear part of that when, when women experience that is it's the fear of who is gonna believe me, how is it gonna be percepted with my peers, my spouse, my friends. That's the problem in our society. Mm-hmm. And frankly, that's bullshit. That shouldn't even be there. Somebody something happens to you, just as it happened to Beth. The problem with our society is is people have judgment on it, and they don't live it. They don't know it. we got a whole bunch of armchair quarterbacks that sit there. It's like the parent who says to their child, Oh, don't you hit first, but you finish it. That tells me that parent has no idea what it is that they're talking about. They're putting a child's life in someone else's hands. It's the same when people Mm -hmm. do this. They have a perception of it, and it's wrong. You experience that you should have had the opportunity to report that guy, drag his ass wherever it needed to go mm-hmm. to make darn sure that he never did it to you again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now let's take a look at the other women involved in it. No. Right? The, okay, we got to wrap up.
2: Skills, I'm sorry. <laughs> that we, that's part of the awareness and the verbal skills and practice the verbal yeah. skills at home with being put in a situation that you're not comfortable with. So how do
0: we reach you guys so that everybody has this opportunity to do it?
3: Uh, see us online at www.streetsafeselfdefense.com www.street, or you can contact us right on our cell number at 613-340-8002
0: and again we'll put the link up on our divorce net website so yeah. thank you so thank thank you very
1: thank much for in i think I, I think i see an episode 3 coming uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks guys awesome
0: You've been listening to Clean Break, our weekly podcast on divorce. You can find this and other great advice from divorce professionals at DivorceNet.ca, where we upload audio, video, and blog content every week. DivorceNet.ca, clear and simple divorce advice from trusted local professionals.